Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Steve Briefs podcast. We're here in season three. I think it's episode three as well. Still making connections. You know, folks, we have a sponsor. First time ever. I'm very proud to say we have a sponsor. And the sponsor is my new bagel business, Steve's New York Style Bagels, official on the list of certified food, cottage food providers in Nebraska. Yeah, I had to take training for that. Thank you very much. Some training. And I have what I'm calling today the Bagel Summit. Two bagel experts. We're in three different time zones, but we're united with our love of bagels and knowledge of bagels, the best food in the world. Steve's New York style bagels, a little taste of New York right here in Nebraska. You DM me on my social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for inquiries. You email for orders, small batches, handcrafted Steve's. New York style bagels. Joining me from the Mecca, the city that never sleeps, the hub, Anthony Henderson. You might know Anthony from season one. Some did some voice acting work for our oh sure uh, sure for our comedic podcast. Um, can I sit in front? But Anthony's back. Anthony, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Steve. I'm doing great. Great, great to be here from New York City, baby. Come on. Thank you. We have to walk a little bit of a tightrope, Anthony. 30% of my audience is from the Midwest, but 25%, I would say, of New York or the Northeast. So we'll have to sort of find that sweet spot in the middle. You know, we, want, we don't want to get too hyper about the bad bagels out here in Nebraska and Iowa and South Dakota. People are clicking, oh, bad bagels, what are you talking about? Um, mm. But we have to, you know, not be too redundant for the people in the Northeast who know that the best bagels in the world are New York. Got it. Okay. And from Parker, Colorado, Mountain Time Zone, Natalie Friedman. Natalie, how are you this morning? Hi, I am great. It's a super, super snowy day here in Denver. We're expected to get like two feet of snow. So yeah. I'm glad I get to do something inside. <laughs> That's good, Natalie. Natalie, um, you're a friend of uh, Anthony's and I, a mutual friend, Ed Arnold, your Ed's <laughs> partner. But what are, what are you going to bring to the table today, Natalie? But what's your bagel expertise? I, I bring a lifelong expertise of bagels because I am 100% Jewish, Russian, Jewish, both sides, lineage way back. So that's the perspective I bring. That sounds great. Okay. We're looking yep. forward to it. Just a side pedigree. note. A pedigree. Exactly. Yes. That's a side note. Um, I bought this bread of the world's breads of the world book. And every Sunday when I'm not making bagels for my, my business, Steve, New York style bagels, um, I make a ethnic bread. And today, Natalie, almost ironically, I made a Russian potato bread. It is a, a, a nice wheat loaf, a little butter in there, no sugar. It's not sweet, but it's stretched a little bit with a cup of uh, mashed up potato and caraway oh. seeds on the top. It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's standard. Mm -hmm. It's poor people food. It's not like, you know, aristocracy. It's not a souffle, but it, mm -hmm. it was pretty good. Last week, I made a Hungarian bread that had fennel. I'm the only one who ate it. Uh, fennel seed. People didn't like licorice, but, you know, we're going around the world through bread every week. Okay, let's talk about the bagels. The big okay. news, other than the launching of my business, New York, Steve's New York style bagels this week, a taste of New York right here in Nebraska. Is, the is that going to be every the, time? What's that? Is that going to be every time you're going to say it like that? No, a couple of times. Okay. So okay, people, cool. you know, until my DMs start blowing up with orders. Yeah. I'll say it a few times. Mm -hmm. Do you listen to podcasts, Anthony? 
I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And the ones that are celebrities, they just plug their stuff constantly. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Or they have. I've taken about forty-five years to get to that point where I'm I'm doing this. Okay, I'm just doing it. Congratulations. Anyway, the big article in New York Times. Sorry, New Yorkers. The best bagels are in California. Outrage. I mean, we have nothing to talk about with Joe Biden as president now because it's just so normal and boring and functional that we have to have our clickbait and our outrages when we talk about bagels. So um, we all read the article. It's all yes. false. I can just like spoiler alert. It's not true. <laughs> I, can, I can tell everybody at home that. Um, and I, I actually had a friend email me just the comments as well. So very interesting too. First, your, your <laughs> gut reactions as a New Yorker. Anthony, what do you think about that article from New York Times? Clickbait? What's the, what's the point? Yeah, man, they were trolling, man. That's all they were doing. It was trolling. And it was in New York Times, so it was even more of a uh, punch in the uh, punch in the gut. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's, it's yeah, false. It, just, so it's it, it made false. no sense. It, made, it just made absolutely no sense. They were trying to get people's dander up. Boy, did they. they that, was, did. that was, yes. They did. Natalie, any reactions, gut reactions to that article? <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I was actually very surprised it was written by the New York Times. I was like, wait, what? Why are you telling people that they should be going to California to have these ba- You've perfectly good, the, the best bagels. And and the different kinds, that, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing we'll talk about that, but like the, yeah. that turned me off completely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It made no, no sense. It, was it made a, no a, sense. A, it was a person from New York who now lives in California. The author, mm-hmm. the author was transplanted to California. It's because they don't like living in California and they're right. trying to uh, do the best they can to say that the things that, that they right. love from New York are, you know. Right. I, I think it's there. okay. I think it's okay for our regions of the country to have certain strengths. I don't think everyone, every place is equal. Um, I live about 180 miles from Kansas City. We have six barbecue places in town, but I want to go get barbecue. I drive 180 miles. I go see my friend. We make a day of, and we have barbecue. It's Kansas City. They're known for barbecue. It's really beautiful. Good. And it is really good. And it's much better than any replication what we, we have here. Now we have people from Kansas City, but there's something about it. I go to California. I want to eat some fresh produce. I want to have an avocado. I want to drive <laughs> my electric car. Yes, Anthony. Steve, you should start a new business of uh, making barbecue. I, I have no interest. Steve's barbecue. That's that, that's very labor. I mean, bagels are labor intensive, but barbecue is extremely labor intensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to get the big smoker. Yes, Natalie. No, I totally agree. That was exactly what I thought about reading the article that why can't California have the things that they're good at? And they're good at a lot of things. Really? Yeah, okay. They, they, they could be good at a lot of things. Maybe not food things, but they can be good at things. But mm-hmm. let's leave some of the things, New York pizza, bagels, there's certain things that just, they're good in New York. And if you really want something good like that, you need to go to New York and have it. Don't try and replicate it somewhere else. And, and we have we have uh, things like that in Colorado. And we'll, again, we'll probably talk about that where they try, but it's not the same. Yeah. yeah. Now, I used to go back to the city to visit my parents or visit friends frequently. I, we had a little checklist and to bring my kids, you know, um, we had to get the slice of pizza. Even bad New York pizza is better than New York pizza in Colorado, where I used to live or in South Dakota or an even bad uh, yeah. ubiquitous slice on the street mm. is, is better. So we'd get our slice of pizza. We get our bagel and we'd get our street meat. Sometimes the street meat wears a little thin, you know what I mean? It's like, do we 
really heavy. You know, a couple of stomach aches later, it's like maybe street meat off the list, you know, or a hey, big there are hits and misses. That, there are hits and misses there, just like anything else. Steve. Right, right. There's so some really good street meat. Maybe kids will get a soft pretzel on the street or something <laughs> like that. Just, you know, the fact that we're eating. We don't have carts on the street here in Nebraska or in South Dakota. Um, so it's a, a little bit of an experience as well. Can you tell me before we really dive in? Oh, let me give you the spoiler alert about the article. All those people who we listed were either New York inspired or Northeast inspired. It was just transplanted. It weren't like, oh, here's an avocado bagel. You know, no, they didn't have avocado bagels. They didn't have anything that said California. It was people, and, and they have, I'm doing that in Nebraska with New York, Steve, New York style bagels. I'm transplanted, trying my best to replicate something. I'm not saying I'm better than a New York bagel, but I can understand it. Yes, Anthony. They look great, Steve, by the way. Thank I mean, you. I, I haven't tasted any, but but from, from an eye, you know, from a visual standpoint, they look terrific. Good sheen. Yes. Thank you know? You. They gotta have that glow. Yes, Natalie. And and I can say that uh, Ed and I did receive our bagels last week. We had them fantastic. Thank so, you. Yeah, now they they're not look good and they taste fantastic. Come Thank on, you. Natalie. Thank How you, Natalie. Taste, Natalie. Anthony, Natalie, they're not going to be authentic. I have to put them in a vacuum sealed bag. You have to toast them. You cannot pull them out of the mail and eat it. Now. And that segues into our next topic. Yeah, yes, Natalie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you ever eat a bagel that you didn't toast? But, but that's right. probably what you're going to talk Ooh, about. Wow. Right. Yeah. I want to know, I'm going to tell you mine, and I want to know your most vivid bagel memory. Okay. My dad, here's mine. My dad worked for the Long Island Water Company his whole career. And there was shift work, 8 to 4, 4 to 12, 12 to 8. 12 to 8, shift over on the weekend. John comes home with a bag of bagels, hot warm that bag is warm because he got them on the way home from work when they were freshly baked and i don't remember cream cheese i don't remember butter i don't remember toasting them but i mean we would eat those mfers right out of the bag and um so there's a little nostalgia in there my father has passed away five years ago we remember dad we remember the uh i remember the smell the paper bag and just the absolute freshness of these bagels. And here's another spoiler alert. Next day, you're toasting them. Third day, bird food. I mean, these things are not preserved. They go, if you don't eat them immediately, they go bad. Yes, Anthony. You know, I, I have a technique for revitalizing uh, stale bagels. We can talk about that now. Or we can talk about it later. Go ahead. This is free form. You, you may go ahead, my friend. Well, if I have, you know, usually the great thing about New York is if I want a bagel, I run three blocks got a bagel in my hand i'm eating it on the way home i don't like get a dozen and leave them in my house one i live alone so that's a little bit too many carbs for me because mm -hmm. i will eat them yes steve i will eat them all <laughs> but um if i leave one for a couple of days um in the toaster oven i'll put a ramekin of water in there and let it run one cycle yes and then i'll open it up put the bagel in there and leave the water in there and then usually it'll it'll yeah it'll be pretty good. Yeah, that is a it'll, re a, a, it'll revitalize it a little bit. That is a cheat that some bagel shops use. They steam bake them. Um, boiling is pretty labor intensive and time. And I boil my bagels, thank you. Very, and that's part of the New York thing. Um, but sometimes in the industri to industrialize this business, um, people use steam. So that that makes complete sense. I would sprinkle a little water. There are some high end bagel places in New York City that have switched to steam, Steve. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's simply yeah. it's marginally the same, but not exactly the same. So, do you have a me memory uh, bagel memory, Anthony? Um, 
it's it's funny i i used to live uh further down on the lower east side and there's this um famous place on grand street called kosar's bialis mm. and they make bagels and bialis the best bialis you'll ever have yeah um but it it it, it reminded me of the of the time that uh i was living in a weird place i was kind of squatting there were problems with who owned the building and you know it was, a, it, was a, it was it was back in the day and i realized one day that i had stopped going to kosars because i used to go there around every day because it was around the corner and uh, i realized i went there because i had to walk by the office of the guy who i thought was managing the building i was squatting in <laughs> so uh i don't know yeah as far as uh warm happy bagel memories you know limbrook high school steve remember limbrook high school i do we used to uh, be able to just leave the place we could just walk out of that place whenever we wanted yeah you know open campus and go have lunch somewhere go eat you know go anywhere as long as we got back for class that's right and uh man there were more days than there weren't that i had bagels down there over <laughs> across the street from the post office i don't i forget the name of the place well, I but um too. i remember the atlantic deli was a place where we went called the atlantic sure deli. around the corner they had the black and whites black sure. and whites i was oh, on my lips it was on my lip black and white yes that's that's the other thing in new york you have to have because i don't know if you've ever tried to have one outside of new york but they're horrific right, um, yeah. right. Yeah. natalie your friend ed worked at beckman's deli yes yes like, oh, i heard sure. about that was, he did big um mm-hmm. but uh, and again in addition to bagels i i consumed I worked my, so my dad worked at the water company. And later on, when I was a college student, I worked at the water company. They had a special program for children of employees to um, work for the summer, give them summer jobs, roving patrol. We'd go around. Now I'll tell you about this because it's, I I do this, but I don't care. There's one, (laughs) one New Yorkism I don't believe in is like the water makes it better. The Mm. water, I do, I do not believe that at all. Uh, Okay. So the water on Long Island, you cannot drink out of the ground. The water on Long Island, friends, is green and sulfurous. So my job was to drive around with a, another Long Island Water Company employee, add limestone and chlorine to make the green sulfur water into clear drinkable water. So <laughs> in the summer, too, we go to all these pumping stations, and it's a really good job. I mean, for 1989 to pull down 3000 for a summer, I'm like, holy crap, I mean, that's, it was a good gig. Gigs a gig, and that's a, and that's, that's a, a huge amount gig. of money. Yeah. But, and it's physical, and it's physical. I mean, I'm never working 12 to 8. That was the caveat. We couldn't work the third shift. So if, if I worked 4 to 12, I would stack up some limestone bags by the hopper. Um, so the 12 to 8 guy. And it was just constant. These people just drove around constantly filling these hoppers full of limestone and making sure the chlorine was running correctly. Um, but I had so many bagels and so many buttered rolls that summer. Like that was like breakfast for us. A buttered poppy seed roll for a dollar. The tin foil they wrapped it in probably cost more than the bread and the, and the flour and the water, but delicious. Anyway, so Natalie, bagel memory, yeah. bagel memory. All right. Bagel memory. So originally I am from outside of Washington, D.C., my whole family from there, uh, rest in Virginia, Bethesda, Maryland, that area. And so my I don't have a specific bagel memory. Every Sunday, the entire family, everybody gathered at my grandparents house and we had bagels and we had locks. We had cream cheese. And that was every Sunday. I have I, I can't remember anything any Sunday when we didn't do that. Yes. And I think we got them from a place called Pumpernickels, which I don't think exists anymore. Mm. That mm. was in like Chevy Chase or Bethesda, something like that. But that's, 
every every Sunday that's what we did like I don't remember never having bagels right we always had them right and I liked bad bagels I'll, I'll admit to you I ate lenders bagels I ate bagels at the at the Bowdoin College you know cafe I ate a lots of bad and I don't care toasted a little photo cream cheese came into my life in college I was always a butter and here's some blasphemy. I was a peanut butter on a bagel person, plain bagel, peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. Really? <laughs> See, I put anything I on that thing, man. I'll put anything on that thing. Yeah. Just a nice toasted, beautiful all around bread. That's to, right. Right. You know? So Natalie, I'm Roman Catholic. We don't have the, the Jewish. I don't need to have the locks and the cream cheese. That part, the toppings and the sort of kosher toppings that are allowed on a bagel are not part of my, uh, my background. So peanut butter, I'll have a turkey sandwich with bacon and cheese on a bagel. Yeah, no, my grandparents are rolling in their graves right yes. now. They're like, what, what, what? Now I will say Ed does put peanut butter and jelly on everything bagels, which I just can't, I can't even look at it. I'm like, wait, why yeah. are you doing that? Why are you doing that? I have no but problem with that. No. 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 Yeah. Uh, flavored cream cheeses too. Yeah, that's that's okay. I'm drawing no. the line. I'm with you on that. No strawberry. Yeah. My kids were like chocolate chip bagels with strawberry cream cheese. I'm like, God, please. No, no. But I'm trying to be a good dad, and I, I buy them that. Okay. So here's the other. Um, so if you read the comments on the New York Times article, which we all agree, I thought we'd talk more about it, but non-controversial. We all think it's BS. The comments, the people stood up for the Montreal bagel. They said you're both wrong. The real bagels are Montreal bagels. Has everyone? Know that does everyone know the distinction between the New York or North Amer- or American bagel and the Montreal bagel, Anthony? If I remember correctly, they're a little bit denser, a little bit smaller. Um, I don't know as far as ingredients or whatever, but I do remember having one, and it and it reminded me more of a of a bialy than a bagel. It, it, it seemed like a bialy with a hole in it. I kind of read the opposite that they were the hole was larger. So it looked like me more like a pretzel, mm-hmm. no salt. Um, I don't, it's Wikipedia. So are they really right. sweetened with maple syrup? Uh, and that seemed like someone was just trolling them, you know, sweetened mm-hmm. with maple syrup and, but they're wood fired, only wood fired ovens. Some of these electric uh, ovens, none of these stone ovens, but wood fired. So they have a kind of a right. crackly smoky taste. Um, sure. I've never, and, but they're the denser. I agree with, or I read my, my research has a, has came in, comes in with that um, chewier, you know. Natalie, ever have a Montreal bagel? I had literally not even heard of it until I read the New York Times article and there was a link to their article about the Montreal bagel. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So I, re- I read about it. I, I assume I've never had one. I've been to Montreal, but I, don't, I didn't have a bagel there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's apparently a thing. Um, rather have poutine there's no poutine baby let's get that right. poutine. i, I, I know let's bring back the poutine and then <laughs> there's no reason to have a bagel there and this is this is going to be the overarching the, the the takeaway for the folks at home is like it's okay it's okay everybody doesn't have to have everything everywhere you know what i mean <laughs> i i've had poutine in various places but we went um my wife gave a presentation in st john's newfoundland okay and we're going to make a uh a road trip out of it. We're making vacation. So we drove from Lincoln, Nebraska to the end of Nova Scotia. And we drove the car onto a boat and went over to Newfoundland. I um, want to do this. Yeah. Well, I could have taken a plane to Chicago or Toronto. <laughs> okay. So the first part was, Hey, look, they have a highway in Canada too, that has Tim Hortons <laughs> instead of, you know, whatever we have in America. It wasn't that <laughs> right. exciting. But then the poutine express started like every oh. place we stopped, we're getting a poutine. Um, That'll slow you down. 
at will. Or at will. <laughs> exactly. In many ways. But, you know, but again, like we have things at gas stations here. We have hot dogs at gas stations, like at the most, you know, inauspicious places, delicious poutine. And um, the best was in St. John's, believe it or not. We had it in Quebec mm-hmm. City, which was mm-hmm. decent, but um, there was this place, kind of a chain smokes poutine only in uh, in St. John's, Newfoundland, which was the best. Now, I, I, I taught for a year as well in um, Fort Kent, Maine, on the border of Canada, Maine and Canada, and the whole French. Where Canadian. haven't you taught, Steve? Where haven't you taught? Uh, I, I have not everywhere. taught in Florida or the Southwest. This, oh no, uh, Colorado. Well, okay. Colorado but, Southwest. Colorado California, Southwest. Northwest. No, no Seattle, nothing like that. Uh, but, okay. I mean, that was like, they called it uh, fries with mix. They didn't call it poutine, mix with the cheese and the gravy. Oh. Essentially, poutine, they call it something different. But it's okay. Let's just have, let every region have its thing. Sure. You know, let's celebrate what we have. Let's not sure. try to one up each other. Let's not try to, you know, compete with each other. Because, right. California, you know, I'm not going, when I go to California the next time, I'm not going to get a bagel. It will not even be on my radar. I would not leave New York City without getting a bagel. Mm-hmm. I, I would feel like that's a failure. Now we've tried bringing them home. I go to Maine, I get a lobster. That's what you do, right? That's right. Yeah. You don't totally. go to yeah. Florida or get a lobster. I get a lobster in Florida. With no claws, though. I, I like the claw. Yeah, but they got the tail. It's good. I know, I know. They're not half animals. It's called the spiny lobster. Spiny lobster. Really. That's right. Spiny but yeah. let's just have our own thing. Okay. Go to go to Maryland and have the crabs. Like you're not going to try and get Chesapeake oh. Bay crabs anywhere else. Right. You have to right. be there. Trying to get seafood in Colorado. What I mean, they don't try and do Chesapeake Bay crabs, but trying to get any kind of seafood in Colorado, and Steve, you probably know this, is a ridiculous endeavor. It, right. It's just right. Silly. I I got a I got a two years ago. I got a lobster. Um, they flew it from Maine, but I feel bad about the carbon that was used to get my little lobster to Nebraska. I mean, it's not swimming. I'm not buying the one swimming in the tank. I'm sure it wasn't on the plane by itself, Steve. I'm sure I it know. had other stuff on it. I, I know. There were other lobster on the plane with it. Yeah, but still, I say, I'll go to Maine and get it because I had to cook it at home in salted water, not seawater. Anyway, that's a different story. All right. Let's talk about things. The acceptable okay. types of bagels. And then we'll go into the toppings. Okay? That's on my list right here. Good. I wrote the, that down. Yeah. There are like, I can't think of more than 10 acceptable. And that's, that's being really generous. Acceptable type of bagels. That's just. Okay. I'll, 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 we'll do a Q&A. I have small children. They're going to get a blank bagel. They're going to get cinnamon, a plain bagel. Cinnamon raisin. Natalie? Little children, plain bagel. They are getting a plain bagel. Natalie's ah. good. Right. Cinnamon raisin, my friend, is not even in the top 10. That is not an acceptable type of bagel. That is a pastry. They exist. They're all over. They're part of the family. They exist, but it is not acceptable. They're ubiquitous in every bagel shop that I've ever been to. God knows I've been to a lot. I understand people not want to make money. I understand people like money. I mean, we're in a business. I run a business. I like, I make cinnamon raisin bagels. I make pretzel bagels. It's part of the gig. It's not acceptable. I do it. Steve, I'm not really going to eat one unless I want dessert. So, yeah, there you go. I'm with you. Okay. So I have children. They get a plain bagel. Number two, what is another acceptable bagel? Anthony, redeem yourself here. Uh, Lately, I've been on, because of the pandemic, I've been on the everything tack. Yes. Just because I want it all right now. I mean, it's, it's all comfort. It's comfort right now, you know. Yes, Natalie, do you but, have um, everything bagel? Everything bagel for sure. And by the way, in Colorado, they call it a mountain man bagel, but it's an everything bagel. Okay, I, I mean, just we call have, it because we got to do our thing, right? I'm a, 
right, right. I'm at sea yeah. level and I, I have those uh, things, maybe. I'll, I'll give you another little tip since we're on the podcast here and you guys are, are, are so generous with your time. I'm, um, I'm making cute names for my bagels now. So oh, the everything is called Much Ado About Everything. Oh, God. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So, Natalie, do you want to keep count or Anthony? Which one of you want to keep count? We have right now we have two acceptable, one unacceptable bagels. Uh, I can keep count. I got. Okay. Ooh, got she's a got a pen. I've got a I'll pen. Have his prepared. Good. The third, I, I want to start. Anthony, you know, you jumped the gun. I want to start a little simpler. Sorry. The third is sesame. Sesame is acceptable. Right? It's great bagel. Yes. Yes. Natalie agrees. Okay. I agree. Fourth, keep it simple. Related to sesame is what? Poppy. Poppy, of course. One of the greats of the Poppy Pantheon. That's right. Fifth, Natalie. Another Giving bagel on there. Another another bagel. Now, does it have to be one that I think is acceptable, or yes, should I throw does. one in there? It that, does. Oh, we'll oh. The bagel. All right. We're talking about the Pantheon here. The the yeah. Yeah. Pumpernickel. The all stars. Ooh, pumpernickel. Ah, that might be on the bubble. That might be on the bubble with me. <laughs> I love pumpernickel bagels. Okay, I don't know how I feel just, about this, Steve. Let's oh. just let's, let's just say this. Let's just get rid of rye bagel is not a thing. Okay, so if you get a rye bagel, no thanks. Or never heard a, of them. A swirl like a pumpernickel swirl. That's, that's a not swirl. a thing. That's not a thing either. Okay, pumpernickel on the bubble. Um, Anthony, do you think it's a, a legitimate bagel? Pumpernickel. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say no, but I'll give it the bubble. If you want to give it the bubble, I'll give it the bubble. I'm putting it on the outside, I, looking in on the bubble. It just doesn't taste like a bagel. Bagel. It tastes like pumpernickel pumpernickel bread i'm, right, I'm putting right. it in between both but i will say that in my family that's blasphemy pumpernickel bagel for sure yeah definitely. a little more a little more definitely german a little more german a little less polish i would have to say mm-hmm. and the way they make them i'll tell you the secret since i'm a bagel maker now um you can either <laughs> do it the right way with the pumpernickel and the rye flour but the cheap ones are made with white flour colored with molasses and hold on to your seats chocolate cocoa cocoa powder mm, look at that um, Make it a little, make it, yeah, right. So you make the white flour brown, basically. Uh, molasses, sometimes I put dark brown sugar in there. I mean, again, quiet. I'm dealing with Midwesterners. I'm not throwing them caraways. I'm not throwing them the whole kit and caboodle at once with here's some pumpernickel flour with some rye flour, caraway seeds. Uh, I love caraway the hardiness seed. of that. Here's a sugared, here's a sugared colored white plain bagel. I call him pumpernickel. Okay, good. Um, let's see. Oh, egg bagels. Are egg bagels legit? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna yeah. say yes, Steve. They are not a they're not one that I like, but I think they are legit in general as a bagel. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. an egg onion on a on a special occasion here and there. Egg onion. An mm. egg onion bagel, yeah. No. Anthony, I, I thought uh, I I mean, I, I guess I thought too highly of you, but the fact that oh, you're mixing man. two things together is not legit. I mean, everything. Hey, you made it a braided bagel, bro. I saw it on your pictures. You made a braided bagel. I did. You can't I even did. master the three, you know, heroes of the Pantheon. No, I got to braid one now. I got to braid one now. I did. I had a little extra dough. You got to try it. Don't give sold, me your sh- And they stuff. Flew, flew right off the shelf. Okay. I also made a hollow peat, a jalapeno. People will buy bagel. anything, Steve. They people do. buy anything. Jalapeno yeah, people will cheddar. Buy anything. Jalapeno cheddar, not a legitimate flavor. It people like it. It's not a legitimate flavor. Okay. You should not have peppers in your bagel. It's sprinkled on top. You should okay. have cheese in your bagel. Uh, again, yes, we know, Natalie. Okay. <laughs> Natalie, let's uh let's run us down. Let's run us down the what we have so far. I got one more, I think. Okay. 
Do you want me just to list numbers or you want me to list the ones? Let, on just list side? the ones that are legit. Okay, legit. Oh. We have sesame, yeah. poppy seed, yeah. plain, yeah. everything, yeah. and egg. An egg. Okay. Well, if there's only one more, it has to be, you know. Well, the we, have on the, we have on the bubble, we have the pumpernickel, though. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And the definitely not, we have cinnamon raisin. And jalapeno uh, cheese. Jalapeno cheddar. I got to fight with you whatever. on the cinnamon raisin, man. I got to fight there. Because <laughs> you love it. <laughs> okay. It's ubiquitous and loved. Okay. My next one, Anthony, I'm just ignoring this. My next one is salt. Salt bagel. No. I love a salt bagel, Steve. Yeah. I, I do like a salt bagel. Yeah. yeah. I pick everything, but that's my second choice, salt. Yeah, they're, they're intense when the little... Yeah, mm-hmm. and the little salt cracks in your teeth, and you just like that's right. Oh! That's right. Yeah. And although I made these yesterday, and I probably have one in my bread box, pretzel bagel is not legitimate. Pretzel no. bagel that's different no. than salt bagel. You use the same Correct. salt, but it's you like just cronut. You take a <laughs> yes, you like your cronut, not legitimate. I don't want to start getting into. We we all read Frankenstein. We know what happens at the end when you start messing with these things with the rainbows and unicorns. Um, Bad things happen. Okay. So pretzel, not legitimate, popular. Cinnamon raisin, cinnamon swirl. Somebody make these uh, sugar cinnamon crispy. I made those like my first week. I put this cinnamon sugar thing together and sprinkled it on top. It's like a round Um, churro. What is that? No, it was like a round churro. It's like a donut churro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was yummy, delicious. A chonut. A churro. Chonut. (laughs) Chonut. Exactly. Um, You left out the onion, Steve. Just onion is legit. Onion. onion is legit. Oh, onion's legit for sure. Yes. Yeah. And I like the onion on the outside. I like yes. the onion yes. on the outside. I kind yes. of kind of almost burned. You know, I tried this three different ways. I, I put it on like halfway. I have this little dehydrated onion thing. I put it on in the beginning. And in the beginning is so much better. It gets a little crispy. Mm. And I tried it one time, like I took real onion and I sauteed it a little bit. No. no. So the dry onion. At the beginning of the breaking process, getting to the edge of being burned, delicious. Now, I might be making this up, and it might have been just an everything, but I remember something called an Italiano bagel that I liked. It was more than everything. It had garlic and onion, and it kind of had a little bit of the Italian green herbs on it. Italiano herb bagel. I think they made it with olive oil. Natalie looks like I'm talking a Martian language here. I've never heard of it. Had that, but it, was it from a bagel place that was right next door to a te- uh, pizza place, like Gallery Four? It, it may have been. It was <laughs> Were they getting they just, like borrowed some of the spices over there? They just come in. They just come in with the rack and shaking all the stuff on, and they go yeah, back yeah. into the next. It door. may have been. It may have been because I remember I ordered it out of New York, and they like, uh, and I described it, and like, oh, I think you just wanted everything. I'm like, okay, but it definitely didn't have any garlic. The everything didn't have garlic. This had garlic, like garlic and onion and herbs so let's put that on the bubble since that just might be a regional thing mm-hmm. they're certainly not making those in california <laughs> yes <laughs> there's something i do with an onion bagel every once in a while is um take a little clove of garlic once it's like fully hard and toasted yeah. and just kind of like rub it on rub it on top you rub it on top and then you put the butter on and it's like a, it's like garlic it's like garlic bread bagel. Garlic bread bagel. Yeah. That's and it's good. just a clove of garlic and you just rub it on. It disintegrates. It's very, nice. Very creative. Tips very creative. Tips for your listeners. Thank you. Another yeah. tip for your listeners, if I might, Steve. 
Yeah, please. If you're going to get a dozen bagels and any of them have onion on them, you're going to want to carry them home separately. If you're going to send somebody bagels, you're going to want to separate the onion. Thank you. I separate bagels from separate everything. I went to the bagel bin in Omaha the other day. Kosher bagel, Natalie. Kosher. The bagel bin in Omaha. I have questions about that. I actually was oh. talking to my sister about this, but okay. But they yeah. separated my everything's from my planes. They didn't want any seeds mixing because they have the onions on them. Yeah. Okay. So you have a question about the bagel bin, Natalie? So it's so there's a kosher bakery in in Omaha. You said yeah. or in Lincoln? Okay. In Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. Okay. And um, I was just curious as to why why they needed to be kosher. I mean, like, are, do they have meat and milk? Like. Are they mixing things or is it just a bakery? Because that seems like it would probably be kosher just because they don't have the meat and the milk anyway. Interesting. Well, like Starbucks has ruined coffee for a lot of us, people who like coffee. (laughs) Like the places like Einstein's that have your turkey club sandwich with cheese on a bagel right so you have to make a point of it and there's a there's a jewish community in omaha yeah i would imagine that would be go ahead anthony i would imagine that would be a a strictly religious thing you know because if there are conservative jews that live in where is this now that we're talking nebraska omaha nebraska yeah you know let's give them the kosher stuff sure that's sure. right. You know? I was just a kind of surprised. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was underwhelmed. And, and again, maybe I, I have eaten, eaten bad bagels. The texture, perfect. The consistency, perfect. But the flavors were a little, I would say, weak. It was like, oh. uh, and again, we're going we're gonna to segue into toppings because maybe they were vehicles for toppings <laughs> and not like to be eaten out of the bag. Because the blue, my wife, oh my goodness, write it on the bad list. She got a blueberry one. Oh, <laughs> bad. Blasphemy. <laughs> Berries That's blasphemy right there. But it okay? had the faint she gonna taste be okay? of blueberry. I got a pumpernickel. Faint, it's faint taste. It, the egg looked yellow. It tasted like a plain bagel. So it wasn't overpowering at all. But yeah. uh, cream cheese, you know, you know, cures all sins. All right, favorite sure. toppings. I'm a little conservative in that I'm not. I, I haven't got very daring with the toppings. As I said, buttered bagel, perfect. Uh, cream cheese later in life. Um, as a child, peanut butter peanut butter and jelly on a plane i'm not doing a, a, a seeded bagel with peanut butter on it sorry ed um yes. that's you're crazy man it's fabulous that's disgusting but uh natalie i saw <laughs> your picture of my bagel and you you had the locks and the cream cheese out go ahead talk about yeah. the toppings here yeah absolutely so that's that's the way i was raised that we put locks on the bagel I've never, I can't imagine ever putting peanut butter, jelly, anything like that. But so a little bit of cream cheese, and then you put the capers so that they stick to the cream cheese and they don't go rolling off. Yeah. And then a nice layer of the locks. That's my favorite. A couple of slices of red onion, if you happen to have that around, that is a too. great yeah. addition. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is that's a, and this is a lunch, brunch, breakfast. That's that's that was my entire childhood Sunday brunch for sure. But that's yes, definitely brunch. I would not I would not do that for dinner. Sure. Like that doesn't I wouldn't think about having a bagel for dinner. Wait, wait, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say two dirty words right here. And Anthony, okay. will you. bagel pizza, <laughs> bagel pizza. You would say isn't it called a, isn't it called a pizza bagel. I call it Isn't pizza bagel, called? bagel pizza. Yeah, make it in a, as you said, toaster mm-hmm. oven. That's not something you toast. You put it in your toaster oven. Doesn't yeah. well, doesn't Einstein do that thing where they put like a hot dog and like a they call it a bagel, but it's like wrapped around it or something? Don't they do that? They, they might do that. Bagel dog. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. I know. 
bagel dog. I might try that. I might try that. I might I might be into that. A little mustard on a bagel dog? Mm. Oh, sure. Not bad. Now you make the bagel dog with the pretzel bagel. Then you put the mustard on that and you're eating yeah. the pretzel bagel no, and a duck. You're covering the many food groups there. Yeah. Yes, Natalie. Okay, I do have one other thing for your listeners, probably that they have not done, but it's possible. This was my mom's favorite thing. Chopped liver and pastrami on a bagel. Wait, what? (laughs) Chopped liver and pastrami. Chopped liver and pastrami. So I'm bringing out the, yes, this is what Jewish people eat. Yes. So some really good chopped liver. And then you put a couple of slices of really good pastrami on top of that. Mm. I got no problem with that. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm, I eat Braunschweiger slash liverwurst though. So, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't know on a bagel, but I like that on a cracker with a, pi- mm-hmm. with a pickle slice and a little piece of onion, a little Braunschweiger. Mm-hmm. Braunschweiger. Liverwurst. I've had that, but it's so different from chopped liver. Like it has, it's yeah. tangier. It's a little sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the fact, again, this is poor people food. They were using all the parts of this animal. You know, if there's the bagel, we're using all the parts of the bagel. No, liverwurst, (laughs) liverwurst, and Braunschweiger. If I can scrape a little bit off a bone and grind it up and make a paste out of it, awful. Let's do it. (laughs) Awful, exactly delicious. Awful. Okay. Any acceptable toppings? Unacceptable toppings in your world, Anthony? You seem to be like needing to eat more than caring about what you eat. But so, (laughs) well, like I said before, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not bringing. A, a banquet of bagels into my house so i'm more of a to-go guy mm-hmm. eating on the street and eating on the go so i'm gonna go with the schmear steve yeah, yeah. as a, a clean way to eat a bagel as you're walking down the street a quick quick bagel snack because if you go cream cheese then it's like an inch of cream cheese on there it's a little bit over the top so i like a schmear right just right. a quick now, if, if you have see for me plain cream cheese it, on a everything bagel or a seeded bagel is enough for me i don't need anything mm. else i got seeds i got a little sweet i got a little salty um but you got to be careful you have to really like cream cheese if you say to the man behind the counter yeah. cream cheese because he's gonna put some cream cheese on that bagel yeah so if you yeah. like a light cream cheese you have to say schmear or, you, or you're gonna get the whole the whole loaf sometimes i say light cream cheese meaning a little bit, not the no sugar or, or whatever, cream, low, low fat cream cheese, which I wouldn't even have in my store. Why bother? Mm-hmm. You know, um, Just say schmear, Steve. Just say schmear. Well, he's in Lincoln, Nebraska. So he, like me... They need to learn, Natalie. They need yeah. to learn. If they're going to have good, nice things, they're going to need to learn. The, learn. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I had a friend of mine the other day ask me what mashugana means. Yeah. He saw She's it crazy. He's like, what's that M word? I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so this, this is this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I they, have to they, say, they, in defense they, of Lincoln, Nebraska, they, we have. Does everybody old... in Denver go to you for? Hey, Natalie, I have a Jewish question for you. Oh, I get that. And oh, I know somebody Jewish. Do you know them? We get that. <laughs> we get that. Hey, I had that at college. I had that at college. Oh, Long Island. Do you know my one of my quad mates? You know so and so, and you know, funny, I did. Oh, it, so it, it sort of reinforced this stereotype or this idea in his head that we all knew each other. Um, I got into I, the habit of saying, yeah, I know that guy. I don't yeah, like that guy. Yeah, totally. And then you go, really? No, of course not. Someone else says. So there is a halfway decent place in Lincoln, Nebraska, Bagels and Joe. Uh, they all look, they're, they're obviously made by machine. They do have the right consistency. 
I believe they may use a little soy flour. However, my wife is allergic to soy, so she can't do bagels and Joe. So we were very uh, hesitant when she tried one of Steve's bagels at one of mine, Steve's New York style bagels. Uh, oh, is this going to affect me some way? And it did not affect her. I said, well, you know, it's, it's all flour. It's not anything. Soy is a little cheaper and you can stretch things out a little bit, but mm-hmm. they're not bad. They're, they're not bad. They come in a little paper, a little paper thing. They're not New York bagels. They don't pretend to be New York bagels. My bagels, Steve's New York style bagels are not New York bagels. I would never write an article saying the best bagels are in Nebraska. I mean, that's just, that's just crazy talk. The best bagels. I'm replicating this thing from various recipes that I read. I'm not better than the original. So just to say that wrapping it up here, New York style, New York style, meaning boiled rather than bake. I like the expression I've been reading roll with a hole. If it's not boiled, it's a roll with a hole. (laughs) Right. Now, but there's a lot of people on the steam tack these days just because of the environmental uh, concerns. Because the kettle uses a lot of water. So yes. uh, people have problems with the uh, water bill being so high and it cuts down and costs in that way. This way they say they can spend more money on their ingredients because they're not paying this huge water bill. Mm-hmm. But they did spend like hundreds of thousands of dollars for their sweet, you know, steamy, steamy oven right I, I looked into one of those that's that's go fund me twenty two thousand dollars for a yeah, yeah industrial yeah. sized convection steam oven that i would need to bang these babies good to out. 10 bucks if you're gonna start you know <laughs> okay well twenty one thousand twenty one thousand nine ninety to go and Lincoln on that notes <laughs> to the that's right. um, <laughs> where i'm at right now and why i'm i found some immediate success with this business is this is a type of thing that we don't normally make at home. I'm not like, you know, we can go to the supermarket and buy a bad one and you know you're getting a bad one. Anthony, have you ever bought bought have you ever bought the white castles from the freezer at a supermarket? Uh, no, because you live by a place that has white castles. No, I did it once, Steve. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. Yeah. I did. I did it once. Don't tell any of his neighbors. Yeah. Well, that's I not I mean, that's I not awful it. though cuz you microwave those four things from frozen and they they come out the wet just like the, they are at the store. But, steamed meat How, what could be what could be you know <laughs> what could be better but you know there's no steamed i don't think, beef? I don't think people say i'm getting the true white castle experience people make cookies they love cookies at a store they make cookies at home they love brownies mm-hmm. they love cakes they can make replicate those things at home not a lot of people want to make bagels maybe it's the boiling process maybe there's the processes I, mean, I bang them out in two and a half hours a batch maybe that's a long time that's great but I, I need to take that. that you think more step. people would be? You think more people would be doing it in the pandemic? Because like everybody I know is popping out sourdough. I've seen more pictures of bread in the last year than yeah. I, I, you know, ever needed yeah. to. But there's this bread I, porn, and I know there's a lot of resting time on sourdough. I mean, it takes twelve hours, but it's not hands on. I mean, mm. the boiling is hands on. I'm standing over a pot with a spoon counting the, a minute, flipping them over, counting another minute, flipping them over again. You know, I, I don't know what scares people away. Maybe they just don't love bagels or mom did not make bagels. Right, Natalie, your family brunches, they didn't right. make those bagels. You went and Absolutely got the bagels. Not. Right. Do right. you have a net spoon thing that you can oh, dip yeah. in there? Oh, yeah, those big things? I have a slotted spoon. We call that net spoon. <laughs> a no, it's, like, spoon. it's more like a, it's like a big round thing. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. And the water drips out. Yes, yes. It's called a tool of trade. I, I have one of those. <laughs> 
Oh, if you're going to no, have the trade, you got to have the tools, man. Tools That's are right. important. That's right. I just bought two proofing uh, buckets the other day. Proofing buckets. They work much better than bowls and plastic wrap. They're just plastic Steve? buckets with lids. Yes, sir. Do you bake your bagels on a piece of wood? I do not. <laughs> oh, so the authenticity really isn't uh, important to you. Wood? Who does that? Sure. Sure. In the, yeah, in the article, they were talking about they wrap it in burlap and bake it on a burlap wrapped board. I'm like, okay. There's a place in the East Village, just yes. a little north from here, called Tompkins Square Bagels, and they have a window into the um, bakery, so you can mm-hmm. watch the whole process. And after the bagels are boiled, they're laid on these probably 10, 15 foot long um, planks. Yes. And then they go into the oven. And I think the planks are soaked mm. or something. They're like wet planks of wood. And then they go in the oven. Oh. And then they come out of the oven and just slide off the plank. It's so cool. Wow. It's so fun to watch. Yeah. No, so it's really a, an experience. It's not just food. It's about going sure. to Disneyland practical. Oh, I'm just saying you might need a couple of planks. I'm not getting get you planks. some planks. I'll send you some planks. I have a perforated sheet pan with holes in the bottom that lets some of the some of the heat up so the bottom gets nice and crispy. Yes, Natalie. Hence New York style bagels. Yes. Right. All right. I'm not, I'm, this isn't false advertising. I'm not saying authentic right. New York bagels. I'm saying right. New York style, boiled. I, I completely agree with you. It sounds like the amount of time that you put in, most people would not do. I, that's why yeah. people want to buy your bagels or, you know, if, if you're in New York, you want to go get a bagel because most people are not going to do that. Most people aren't going to take that time. Right. Right. So I take the time. That's who I am. Well, thank you. This has been just really illuminating. I can't believe 45 minutes have passed. Well, I feel like we really? just started talking. Wow. Yeah. It seems like just 45 minutes ago. Just <laughs> by. You're, you're funny. So thanks so much for your insight and your input. Um, one last plug. Anything we can do to, to plug New York, Steve's New York style bagels, a taste of New York right here in Nebraska. Let me I'm going to leave that to Natalie because she's, she's had it firsthand. All right, you can. Uh, I mean, they look great to me, but Natalie. Thank you. I mean, and you're looking at them on my social media, my Facebook, which is a public. Sure, page. Steve agrees. His Facebook, his my Instagram, Instagram. He's all. It's a little bit over the top, but you know, he started a new business, so you know, we, we, we give him some. We cut him some slack. Thank you. My Instagram at Steve Greaves. Sure, your Instagram, your Twitter, you're on Twitter too, folks. You know, people don't really do a lot of selling on Twitter. It's more mm-hmm. like talking and books. Yeah, they sell books, yelling at yeah. people. It's yeah, yelling. 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 I haven't, uh, and I just browse. I like to lurk and get the news. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, um, I don't do a lot of, uh, I've kind of pulled back from the whole genre anyway. Yeah. Bit. I mean, cause we're not, we, we're not living in a world where we have to wake up seeing what the president tweeted last night. Thank goodness. Yeah. Just True say that. that. True that. Yeah. And I, I, I'd, I'd say that if, you know, if what, regardless of party, you know, Regardless of party, I'm, I, I wouldn't want a person tweeting. I, I want the boring tweets about what we're doing in the right. guy working. Not, right. Uh, hey, the guy didn't mention who he hated <laughs> in the speech. The guy didn't right. call people losers. Who do we hate today? Yeah, yeah. exactly. When is it nicknames? When is it? When do the nicknames come in? Um, when does everyone get a nickname? You know, right. they, they don't. It's just senator this and representative that. And blah, exactly. Yeah. Nice and boring. We can talk Regular about regular 
mature, boring stuff. I'm fine with that. Exactly. Me too. Okay. So I'm really, my, my big goal for the podcast, I've broken it already, is to stop the Midwestern goodbye. I said goodbye about five minutes ago. And here we are going blah, 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 blah about Joe Biden, blah, 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 blah. So goodbye, <laughs> Anthony. Any parting words, Anthony? Oh, I just, uh, thanks for having me, Steve. It's good to see you. And uh, bye, Natalie. Thank you so much. Really, really a pleasure. Really a pleasure. Anthony, can our listeners get the catchphrase? I just am um, uh, really happy that you uh, put me on here. You gave me the gig and I do what I can because the gig's a gig, Steve. The gig's <laughs> a gig. You give me the gig, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best. How did I do, Steve? It's great. Thanks. We want the catchphrase. A gig's a gig. Natalie, thanks very much for being here. <laughs> nice to hear you talking and get to know you a little bit. Not just Ed Thank you partner. so much. That's right. She has agency. She's a person herself. I'm a person too. I'm not just Ed's partner. I'm, I'm a person. Right. Too. Yes. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. I hate the better half, um, that little phrase, my better half, but Anthony, totally the better half right there. Don't tell Ed. Right there. <laughs> All right. Thank you. This is Steve Grieve signing off on the Bagel Summit. Until next time, Steve's New York style bagels. A taste. Order of, some bagels. A taste of New York right here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Bye bye. <laughs>